just a few words about the Portuguese language in relationship to English to show you how to get acquainted with a language that is not entirely foreign or alien to English. There is a broad, common basis of familiarity between English and Portuguese. So much so that there's a very large percentage of o seu vocabulário inglês, of your English vocabulary, that is very similar to Portuguese, thousands of words. And, para começar, to commence, to begin with, I'm going to give you a few keys to show you how you can imediatamente, immediately, transformar, transform, o seu vocabulário inglês, your English vocabulary, into Portuguese, so that you will have a starting vocabulário of well over 2,000 words, which is not bad to begin with. Especialmente, especially, if you considera, if you consider, how limitado, limited, is the vocabulário which we use in our active language, in our vocabulário ativo. Our active vocabulary is quite small in any language. It may vary between 500 and 1,500 words. That's all we use in any language. Michel Thomas always gave the example of a major New York newspaper, which worked out that in a typical issue, they only used 600 different words. Just to give you an idea of the limitação, the limitation, do vocabulário ativo, of the active vocabulary, which we use in our everyday language. Now I'm going to give you a few examples of how to transformar, how to transform, o seu vocabulário inglês, your English vocabulary, into Portuguese. Words in English that end in ibel, like possible, and abel, like probable, are the same in English and Portuguese, except for a difference in their pronunciation. There's a diferença in the pronunciação, because ibel in Portuguese is pronounced evil. The letter I in Portuguese is pronounced E. And ubble, the ubble ending in Portuguese, is pronounced avel. The letter A in this context is pronounced a. And the stress is on those E or a, evil, avel, unlike in English where possible the stress is on the first syllable. Uh, this is quite important because the letter O in Portuguese, if it's not stressed, has a different value from when it is stressed. So possible is possível. The O isn't stressed, so it sounds more like an U, possível. You, you skate over it quickly. The same thing happens in English because we have, for example, the O in politics. It's the same letter O, but it sounds completely different in the word political, political. So we say politics, but political. And it's similar with possível in Portuguese. So how would you say possible in Portuguese? Possível. Paulo? Possível. Given what you know now about the Ibel endings, how would you say horrible? Now, first of all, I'm going to have to tell you how to pronounce the double R, this Portuguese double R. There are two ways of pronouncing the double R in Portuguese. Paulo? Okay, I'll, I'll say first the, what you would call the Spanish way, horrível. Mm -hmm. And the other way? Would be horrível. And what determines which pronunciation you use? In a way, it's hard to say because um, it has to do with, with the context itself. So essentially, it, it's not really important. It, it it's not really important, no. I think that if the word is clear, it's, it's articulated clearly, then 
Okay. The person would understand it, I think. I That's think lucky because some people have trouble with the French. Uh, and some people have trouble with the R. Uh, yeah. So how would you say horrible? Horrible. Horrible or horrible. Just like you said in the first place. People can choose what more, where, where they feel more comfortable and how they feel more comfortable. I, I believe the R is very hard to pronounce. For English speakers, For it English can be. For English speakers, yes. Uh, right. So now you know how to say horrible. How would you say terrible in Portuguese? Terrible. Terrible. How would you say comfortable in Portuguese? Comfortável. Comfortável. Try again. Comfortável. Comfortável. Probable. We already know that the B of ubble and ibble changes to a V sound. Um, the first B in probable also changes to a V sound. So how would you say probable in Portuguese? Provável. Right. Now the O isn't stressed, so we're going to skate over it. Provável. Provável. To say is in Portuguese, you say e. Just one little word, e, with an acute accent on it, e. So how would you say it is possible? E possível, possível, e possível. How would you say it's probable? E provável, e provável. How would you say it's terrible? É terrível. É terrível. Um, how would you say it is comfortable? É confortável. É confortável. É confortável. The Portuguese for acceptable is aceitável. So what's happened there is that the double C in English has changed to a single C in Portuguese and the P has changed to an I. Aceitável. So how would you say it is acceptable? É aceitável. É aceitável. The Portuguese for the word for, as in it is for me, is para. It's written P-A-R-A. -A. The A has various ways of being pronounced in Portuguese. The first A is stressed, para, but the second A, you just fall away from it quickly because it's not stressed. So it sounds like the A at the end of the English name, Linda. Uh. If you need a mnemonic for this word, you can think of a parachute because a parachute is for your fall, for your shoot, if you happen to be shooting out of an aeroplane, a parachute. So that's a good way of remembering for. The Portuguese for me, as in for me, is me. Me. It's a nasal sound. It's written M-I-M, -M, and that final M in Portuguese indicates a nasal sound, a sound that you say through your nose as if you had a nasty cold. Me. And this is probably the hardest part of Portuguese pronunciation for English speakers, this nasal sound. So let's have Paolo say, for me. Para mim. Again, let's hear that lovely nasal sound. Para mim. Okay, so it's more like ming, para mim. So how would you say, for me? Para mim. Para mim. And you, how would you say, for me? 
Para mim. Para mim. Paulo, can I just check something with you? No, um, listening to you say for me, mm-hmm. to me it sounds like you're saying para mim. And so you're substituting a p sound for a b sound. For a b, like with a b. Am I just hearing it incorrectly? Shall I say it again and see if yeah. I say, maybe because I said it very quickly. So, para mim. Para mim, I'm hearing a p. Yeah. Para mim. Yeah. And it's written with a p, with a p. Essentially, the letter p in Portuguese is pronounced p. It's not pronounced b, but it's a yes. soft p sound. Th- there will be a difference in the pronunciation of all the consonants from English. English is very loose in the way it pronounces things, so we have a, quite a breathy p, whereas it will be a little bit tighter in Portuguese. Bada. Yes, that's probably what you're hearing. So that's a very good question. Thank you. The word for you is quite an interesting one. It's o senhor, which means the gentleman. And equally, you, when you're addressing a lady, is a senhora, which means the lady. There is a less formal form, você. But I'm not going to teach you that because you need to know when to use it. As a visitor in Portugal, um, being not very familiar with the language, it's safer to use o senhor and a senhora, but you will hear você. And the great thing about você is that it uses exactly the same verb endings that we're going to learn for o senhor and a senhora. So you'll be able to use it, but I'm not going to teach it in this course. So how would you say for you addressing a lady? Para a senhora. Para. Para a senhora. Paulo? Para a senhora. And how do you say for you addressing a man? Para o senhor. Para o senhor. How would you say it's for me? É para me. Now it's the nasal sound, me, for me. Have another go? É Para mim. É para mim. How would you say it's for you addressing a lady? É para a senhora. É para a senhora. Right. That's interesting because Paulo put together his para and his a. É para a senhora. But you will be perfectly well understood if you say é para a senhora until you get fluent. And then when you are fluent, you will automatically run, run the two words together. It is not is não é. This word now, which again has a nice nasal twang to it, is written N A with a squiggle over the top, which is called a til O. Now. Now this word now means both no and not. So it is not is now é. Literally in English you're saying not it is. That's that's the word order in Portuguese. Um, let's hear Paulo say that one. It is not. Não é. Let's have it again, that lovely nasal twang. Não é. Right. So how would you say, it's not for you, talking to a gentleman? Não é para o senhor. Não é para o senhor. How would you say, it's not for you, talking to a lady, it's for me? Não é para a senhora, é para mim. Não é para a senhora, é para mim. How would you say, it's not possible for me? Não é possível, possível para mim.
Yes, you corrected your O in possível, possível, good. Não é possível para mim. How would you say it's possible for you talking to a man? É possível para o senhora? Para o senhor? Yes, you can't mix o with senhora because o is the attached to a masculine thing and a is the attached to a feminine thing. So you can't mix them up in that way. How would you say it's comfortable? É confortável. And it's not comfortable? Não é confortável. É confortável. Não é confortável. How would you say, it's not comfortable for me? Não é confortável para mim. Não é confortável para mim. How would you say, it's acceptable for me? Acceptable, the double C changes to a single C and the P changes to an I. É aceitável para mim. É aceitável para mim. Now, to ask a question using these sentences that we've been using so far, you don't have to change the word order like we do in English. In English, if you were to say um, the statement, it is comfortable, if you wanted to turn that into a question, you'd have to change the word order. Is it comfortable? In Portuguese, all we have to do is to use the same word order, but just change the, the inflection, just raise the voice at the end of the question. So how do you say, it's possible? É possível. And the question, is it possible? É possível. As a statement, é possível. As a question, é possível. How would you say, it is acceptable for you talking to a man? É possível. Acceptable. Aceitável para o senhor. É aceitável. Para o senhor. É aceitável para o senhor. Mm. Don't stress the U. Skate over it. Para o senhor. Another go? Para o senhor. Para yeah. o senhor. Para o senhor. So you're going to the end of senhor. Para o senhor. Para o senhor. Okay. How would you say that as a question? Is it acceptable for you talking to a man? É aceitável para o senhor. As a statement, é aceitável para o senhor. And as a question, é aceitável para o senhor? How did we say, it's possible? It's possible. É possível. And how do you say, it's not possible? Não é possível. É possível. Não é possível. So how would you say, as a question... Is it not possible? Não é possível. Não é possível. How would you say to a man, Is it not possible for you? Não é possível para o senhor. Não é possível para o senhor.